Yep, you've uh, you've clicked on the Daily Talk Show. Thanks it's, for um, joining us. Yeah, uh, it's Friday, and we're we're, we're in a different uh, location to it our might normal sound a bit filming. Different. We're at my joint, uh, episode fourteen in Saint Kilda. Saint Kilda, as you call it. Uh, and well, some places actually spell it S A I N T Kilda, but a lot of places just S T. And so, I, when I see it spelt uh, spelt out Saint yep. Saint Kilda, I say Saint Kilda for some reason, but it's Saint Kilda. My uh, my maps was saying Streets Kilda. <laughs> it Mate, read the S T. Li- this is. Um, should I give away my street name? Yeah, <laughs> you can. Matter? Spencer Street. Yeah. If you come after me, I'll come after you. Um, <laughs> anyway, it's spelt S-P-E-N-S-E-R. Spencer Street is Spell one Spell it of, again. S-P-E-N-S-E-R. Oh, that's annoying. There's a street in the city, Spencer Street, one of the main streets here in Melbourne. Really? You say yours is Spencer and you say that one Spencer, is Spencer? Spencer, they're both the same. Spencer, you, why Spencer. Why do you say Spencer anyway? Spencer because I'm probably making the distinction that it's not Spencer Street because... Amy's friend was getting a cab here, and where's she fucking end up? Spencer, is she from Sydney? Uh, she's from England. Okay. <laughs> Either uh, way, the cab dri- it was the cab driver. Yeah, it wasn't. It was like Spencer Street. Yeah, I he can said see how Spencer Street's in Kilda, and then all of a sudden they're in Spencer fucking Street in, in the, the city. city. That's annoying. And you'd think isn't a cab driver should know if you say Spencer Street, saying Kilda, it's not the one in the CBD. So it's confusing. But it's like the English language. There's there's so many things about it that. Is this fucking dumb? <laughs> yeah, I mean, or very intelligent and meaning. There's meaning behind it all, and you so just we, don't know it. And so we're fucking dumb. And the reason I brought up the location is because you might hear some cars and shit. Because you got single glazing here, but you're about to move downstairs. Yeah, it's I, I hate moving, and this is the easiest move by far. But it still comes with stresses. Mm-hmm. I've lived in maybe eight different houses. That's a lot. What's the biggest stress? Doing it, yeah. Taking shit downstairs, I take my hat off to um, removalists. Doing that shit like day in day out, oh, not an ideal job. Do you think you need like a, a mindset for jobs like that? Like, and it's, uh, and it's just yeah, a I reckon different... it's something like I need some fucking money. That's a good incentive. The um, would you ever do CBD living like live in Melbourne? Oh, I would. Not in not in Melbourne. I don't. I Why? think there's too many Just, great places. Maybe I'm. I've got. I know Melbourne too well that I don't want to live. What is it about them. Melbourne, the city, that you don't like? Um, I, I don't. I wouldn't want to just be there on the times that I don't have to be. Like, yeah. for, if I was in Sydney CBD, like Sydney CBD, and when you're talking about like the business district of Sydney, sure, mm-hmm. it can be boring. But just on the edge of that is the harbour. That is the water to the one of the be- most beautiful views in Australia yeah. as far as the city goes. Where does that come for Melbourne? Like, where do you think it actually gets to that point? Like, if, you, are you, if you're living in Melbourne CBD on the Yarra, it's a different thing sure. than living Collins Street. Because you're almost living Richmond at that point. Yeah, or um, South Bank or like um, South Fuck Melbourne. Like living in um, Docklands. <laughs> well, the Docklands is an interesting one in Melbourne because they, they opened it up. And no one came. Yeah. Windy, it became like a wind tunnel, and that like fucking one of the wheel, ways. that wheel was a disaster. Is it even running now or no? I don't know. Have you ever been on it? No, nah. me either. Did you do the? Have you ever done? Have you been to London? Uh, 
I went to London. I rode around London. We got to the base of the London Eye and said, fuck that. No way. It's like I'd rather spend the day because we would have to wait three hours. It was like a busy time. I was looking at uh, London on a map and realized what the name of the London Eye actually is. Do you know? No. The Coca-Cola London Eye. It's Okay, so it's just it's a branding opportunity yeah. like Etihad Stadium yeah. or... But don't Vodafone you think that's really? I feel like Coca-Cola. I wonder if there's other stadiums. Is that how long? When did that come I about? Know. I literally just looked at like Recently? a week ago on Google Maps, and it said Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola. Oh, they're definitely not. I haven't seen them sell it like that. Was it just on their website? Or? It was literally all I saw it was on the map. I wonder if it is on the website. I wonder if they've like gone all Coca-Cola yeah. on their we'll branding. Ta- we'll take it. We'll take your money. Or they've gone the opposite way. We'll take your money. We just won't be seen to be talking about well, it. I'm just thinking, is Eddie Haddon stuff, do they have the logo of the company or is it just name rights? It's, it's, it's the, it becomes the name Eddie Had Stadium and it's on a, a big plaque. Or like with their logo though? I think it's in their font. Okay, so it's their font and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, an interesting thing that I wanted to bring up was our fucking podcast is going really well downloads wise. And we've even... We both hate it, but, <laughs> but the fans love it. Yeah, so. no, it's, well, we haven't promoted it anywhere, but people are listening and we've even got uh, people rating on iTunes and we hadn't mentioned iTunes at all. But if you do actually think that this is yeah. at all interesting, that can chuck us a rating. Definitely chuck us a rating. But it's, it's interesting from being on radio where you're, you're, you're forcing yourself into people's ears <laughs> like yeah. where i was this living so there was optional. two other radio stations and they weren't commercial so there was not much funding behind them they were either like a little community station or like abc or sports or something so then most of the music that the kids like or that most people like in these areas is played on the station that i was on therefore when they wake up they're probably listening to me and most of them and when i was on radio spotify and cars and stuff it wasn't as big as it is right Still now. Still not even as big as what it's going to be, right? Yeah. And so I feel so fucking happy when I see views because I'm like, someone's actually decided on that. Yeah. And I feel like it's even it's a worth bit more, a lot more prestigious than video now in terms of what we do. As yeah. far as a, a viewer, they get, can be, we can, we can woo them in a bunch of different ways. Yeah. Cool audio, edits. you've got no escaping just two voices or a voice the last couple of episodes were a bit too long i think yeah we're definitely cutting this one back it's yeah. friday yeah. i don't want to work too hard yeah we want to chill out a bit uh you had uh at the at the end of the show we'll um play some old grabs from when you were a uh like a disc jockey or whatever you want to call it, a, ra- a radio I was a ra- it was a, i was a radio host a radio host sorry. but i have apprehension to do it because it's it was me of years ago. Like, be imagine bringing up you talking three years ago about things that you felt or believed. It's yeah. like I don't know how much of it. I mean, it was nothing. I wasn't saying the world was flat or anything. I, I was. That's, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> That's a, a good rave. It actually really went well in Shepparton. Oh. <laughs> uh, so I'm a bit apprehensive to sh- share some stuff, but I, I'll. Sh- we can pick a couple. I've got like. I, I saved so much of this audio because I was hoping one day I, I, maybe I could do something with it. I'd like to listen back to it when yeah. I'm 60. 
We're like that fucking young punk I was, 23, 24, thinking that the worth was flat. No. <laughs> the, the, uh, that's almost like I, I wonder about all of the like old recordings and tapes mm. and things like that. Uh, it feels like it can sort of hold you back in some regards. Like I feel like I want to get to a point where I just digitize all of this shit and just chuck it out mm. because it adds clutter. Like tapes, legit tapes. Yeah, it's just like unnecessary, and there's digital clutter as well, right? Mm. It's just like I've got so many fucking hard drives. You've got lots of hard drives too. Yeah. Have you ever had a hard drive fail? Um, I had one that had a whole bunch of footage that I needed, and it was shitting itself when I was trying to transfer, and I managed to just get it off. Like it was on the verge of dying. Yeah. But I, you had that one. What happened? Yeah, I had one fuck up. But luckily, I had stuff backed up on enough sort of hard drive. It wasn't like a clean mm. reinstating sort of the data, but I managed to do it. So that was lucky. Well, I think it's one of the things that pisses me off when people want free stuff, like free work, free yeah. video stuff. Uh-huh. As soon as I start rolling that camera, it's recording data that needs to be then stored somewhere. Yeah. And who's paying for the storage? But I, I mean, you can get that, pretty bitter on it. No, but also, like, that's thinking it was such a micro level in the sense of, like, and it's your fucking time. Like, I think that you're yeah. still at the understanding your worth within that stuff. But, um, yeah, free, free work is... I mean, it can go further than that, though. So you record it. And it's probably just because I've faced all these situations. You have 20 gigabytes of footage uh-huh. and it's not exactly that easy to just shoot over 20 gigabytes. But there's a there's a bit of... So like cameras are getting so good and storage isn't keeping up yeah. at a low cost to what the camera is essentially costing. Yeah. So the, lam- the cameras are low cost but creating these huge files. I think that what's happened is... Data is still getting cheaper, but what's happening is, norm- like uh, a few years ago, the the cameras that were taking up heaps of storage were very expensive. Mm. So the barrier to entry was high, so you wouldn't be getting that. So if you spent all that money on a camera, you would assume that you can spend the money on storage. But now we're getting cameras that are way cheaper that are giving us some of those these professional options, mm. which includes higher bit rates which is increasing the storage file size if you but i mean the best thing was the um me getting that raid i forget how handy that is josh owns an eight thousand dollar hard drive it's like it well it's like eight (laughs) how many hard drives six hard drives in there or something it's like 48 terabytes yeah but i I, I just like to talk about the cat of them because if you don't like hard drives or tech stuff it seems like a lot of money it's eight thousand dollars and it's a little black box yeah I went and picked it up in my car and it was worth more than my fucking car. <laughs> Are you, you said hey, to me once, a good filmmaker, their gear is worth more than the car yeah, that they drive. I, I mean, uh, talking <laughs> about the car, you just sold You sold your uh, car. That was an interesting experience. I hadn't done this in this way. So I've had, I, I bought this Honda Civic. My first car, uh, my second car was a BMW that I got financed for. Fuck, you're, you're such a bogan at heart, such aren't you? An, no, I'm an idiot. And it, and it wasn't a, a, a finance finance and you're a PT you're a PT at well, this time. I had time. my stripping business then. It was all right. It wasn't too bad. I, I were they had, leather seats? It was red leather. It was so, it was a really good car. It had a TV in it. Not to be too smutty, but did you have sex in the car? No, never, never. never. And you're being honest. I can tell. I, I've never had sex in a car. I'll say that. You've never had sex in a I've car. Ne- have you had sex in a car? Yeah. 
Then I've never. <laughs> You've got Is one that- up. I've had a wank in a car. <laughs> I have not. You haven't had a wank in a car either. I've never had a wank in the have car. Have you done like have you ever have you ever wanked at a workplace? Fuck off. Yes. <laughs> well, like how quiet was it for, to like it must have been V quiet wank. But it's also like the the other thing too <laughs> this is, is it, fucked up. But the thing is like I mean it's something that you do when you're young. You don't like I think you get past this yeah. stage where it's like but I remember like being 19 or something and that even being a thing where it's like, well, I better need... Mate, I'm not saying it's the thing to do. It's very weird. And... Um, I couldn't imagine... I mean, the only reason that if I'd ever done it, I would do it <laughs> was because I was like an office on my own. It was like a single toilet where you just... Lock. But for desperate times. This brings back memories of being on radio, being vulnerable, talking about shit. It's so fucking confronting. Did you ever I do like a- I, if, if there was a fucking news article of Tommy Jacket wanked at work, it, I don't care. Yeah, but sure. there's still levels of like secrets that you keep to yourself or things that you just, you're not, you don't want to verbalize them a lot. Yeah. But you, but if you do, you feel vulnerable doing so. But that's the whole, uh, that's my <laughs> whole, whole thing. And I think maybe we're talking about like radical uh, honesty oh, or whatever, yeah. right? So and people talk, can tell, tell, Talk about that concept. Well, people like people can. Oh, did I tell you about yeah, that? Yeah, you told me about it. Do you want me to say it? Well, I can tell you t- say it, and then I'll say like the radically honest thing that I told you. Okay, so there is people who get off over being honest, and it becomes a fetish. And there's groups where they get together, and they go around the group, and they are basically outdoing each other by saying something that they've done. Yeah. And in this example that this guy gave this dude was saying he was there and he he got around to this dude who just said i've murdered somebody yeah that's fact isn't it and it was like whether he did it or not he might have and so there is this world that's so far from me yeah. <laughs> fact, isn't but it? you when i told you that what did you say well, i was saying like it reminds me like i've just gotten comfortable with I think it's like our part like removing ourselves from our past and i told you my squeegee story <laughs> You didn't think I was going to bring that up. You want to fucking bring that up? Yeah, I will. So this is... (laughs) Let's let's be clear. Oh, no. Let's let's be clear that this is the smuttiest show that we're going to have. And I realise that this isn't fair. Kids in cars, like, turn it off. This isn't fair. We're not... We don't work for a radio station. Yeah, I know. We don't have to say that shit. If you fucking listen to this podcast... Yeah. Yeah. You've heard (laughs) us say everything. But I'll be very quick. There was a time in my probably th- when I was 13 or 14 <laughs> years old where I was experimenting and that included using the squeegee in the shower and sticking the handle in my ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And because I remember... <laughs> yeah, why the fuck? I never asked why. I, remember, I, no, so I, just rem- I remember the sex ed teacher telling us that that's where like the pleasure was and it fuck it it was i sound like a massive sex pest though now (laughs) but now like i like ass isn't my like i don't like like, josh has been with his partner for the last 10 years so he's not so i I told brie as well yeah exactly but uh not there's anything wrong with that yeah you were young i mean i don't want to go any further but that that would that felt good for you telling me yeah i mean i think that uh now that it's out in the open it's fine but I just think about the types. I wonder how, say, like clients, if clients are listening to this, like that's okay, right? I honestly think 
honesty. If you can't argue with it, if you were to criticize you yeah. about your honesty and what a you client did when could you be upset about you wanking at work. Why? Well, maybe because they're like, uh, um, where's Tom? We've got this meeting on. Where's Tommy? Mate, at? I'm a business owner. And so when I say work, I'm, I don't mean, I not at the radio station, not when I'm working for a big corporation. Ah, okay. See, I, it, I was it? talking about when I was at the fire brigade. <laughs> you just talking wanky at home oh, mate, I had level. a home studio I had That's a personal so training level. studio And I lived out the back It's so low level <laughs> <laughs> I have it like It was only once I think To make you it. feel better I did it at school as well Really? Ne- yeah I never did that But I was under, yeah. I was a kid yeah, I was 13 were, dude yeah. Well I was like 19 <laughs> That was like over 10 years ago. No, it wasn't. It's good relatable content, Josh. I Um, think so. There's people out there thinking... Maybe. Maybe you've just had... Maybe you've just done it. Anyway. um, You're definitely not... You're not weird because I think there would be a lot of people... And if you think Josh is weird, okay. But... Yeah, whatever. I mean, like, yeah, there's the scale of... I think that I'm only comfortable talking about it because it happened, you know... Eight or nine years ago, and it gives you a semi chub. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think that, I think that if it happened, I don't think like I think we can laugh at that. And in eight or nine years' time, we can have a podcast about the shit that I did at your place. <laughs> but right now, it's all too fresh. <laughs> you went uh-huh. to the toilet earlier. No, I did, well, yeah, did a week. All right, moving on. So I was what I was saying about my car. Yes. So I had a I had the BMW and I didn't have sex in it nor any of my other cars and then I've got my Civic I bought this Honda Civic because I realised that being in debt was dumb and I got out of it how much did you lose on the car? Um, probably like a couple well, of grand so here's the thing I didn't really lose because I got hardly any money back and then that just paid off the rest of the loan so it was like I just wasted 800 bucks a month or something okay. on the repayment so yeah. it was a silly idea I didn't get ahead I didn't have a car dollars a month you are paying Seven no seven hundred and forty-four or something like that. That's like the cost of nearly the cost of my office. So it doesn't seem. I know, that, dude. What I a stupid thing. That's why I got rid of it. Yeah. Anyway, how I, many um, months did you have it for? I had it for a, a year or something, but it dr- drastically reduced in cost. I can't course, remember, but in value, in value, sorry. And so I bought this other car, and it, and it served me so well. Four or five grand, and it just was a runabout. Went yep. forever. And I've had it long enough that it got to a point where I was like re-registering the, or paying for Rego or, or sell, trying to sell this and meaning that I have to get a roadworthy yeah. would be too much yeah. because the car's not even worth the amount that you'd need to spend to get the roadworthy. So I was like, looked into getting rid of it and just having someone come pick it up called the scrappers that are like Honda civic or honda scrappers so you can get a bit really? more for it oh that's interesting they offered me 200 bucks to take it off my hands i had to deliver it to them then i called some other company cash for scrap cars melbourne that's the business name yeah um, and then he's like yes yeah, we'll send someone out friday 150 need, bucks cash need proof of ownership well i said to the dude have you ever taken a car that wasn't the right car and he's like no he laughed but all i had to show him was my driver's license which doesn't show... Did, and then sign did he scan for it. it or something? He didn't scan it. He wrote the details down. But if okay. I had forged that... I can't, Jeez, that's a funny look, prank, isn't it? It's, it? It is a system you could... I mean, it's 150 bucks. You had to give them the keys. 
Um, but not even just for the money, just no, for because like, they don't oh, expect gonna... it to be running. It, so here's the thing, right? I was like, oh, but they need um, to be able to get in to be able to put it on the. They don't sell it. They sell no, the parts. No, put it on the fucking it. truck. They can push it on. Okay. We did they, did you on. have the keys though? I had the keys. It was, it was a, it was a flat battery, so I knew it was mine, right? Okay. But I could have gone. Oh, I don't have the battery. I don't have the keys. Flat battery. Um, it's open. Okay. You know, you could. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm thinking if you could, you could do it. Yeah. It'd be a bit much effort though so anyway i got rid of it and he took it and 150 150 150 bucks yeah and he tried to rip you off too didn't he he did he said to me um he said oh 100 but he'd already written 150 down onto the so he was trying to pocket the we probably shouldn't have said the business oh, who gives the <laughs> yeah he tried to rip you um but i don't know he's just being cheeky he'd laughed and i said no i don't know who cares honesty radical honesty radical honesty do you think it's good? Like, do you think, uh, what do you think about radical honesty? Like that regard, it seems to be diminishing returns. When 100%. do you be honest versus when you, when shouldn't you be honest? Well, I think honesty can get in the way. And what I mean by that is like, if a workplace isn't going to hire you because they knew you shoved the security up your ass, yeah. there's a possibility in that, right? So people are fearful of being honest yeah, or telling somebody about, um, I was just thinking there is a thought around um, say, I if, say, if being race, say if being racist I cleaned beca- the squeegee to be clear <laughs> okay good say if being racist becomes illegal which they're pushing for, and I think there, I think it would is illegal being racist, or, yeah, being okay. racist. Okay. so if I was to go out I don't and, know if the squeegee thing is comparable but okay. no but here's the thing honesty I was just oh, yeah, reflecting sure. on honesty so there's some thought if you around. Have dumb ideas. Let people yeah. be racist because society will weed them out because there's no room for racism. But yeah, sure. we will know what those people are thinking because the people who are racist that never talk about it, yeah. but are super dangerous. Yeah, that's we true. don't know because they're yeah. not being honest. Yeah. So if you allow honesty across the board, society will weed a lot of this grubs in society out. Yeah. So. I think that's an extreme case of honesty. Yeah. But I like being honest. I, my thing for this year is honest content because mm-hmm. the amount of times when I was on radio that we got fake callers and yes, on radio, there's people who are friends of the radio hosts telling a story and pretending like they're not well, when they're, you're they're a, a market, caller from Nary Warren. Well, when you're a market from fucking Shepard and you're also... You only have a certain amount of callers, right? Yeah, yeah. And so my point is, it's dishonest. Yeah. And it's a. You could argue that it's. Oh, it doesn't really matter. It's for the entertainment value. But I honestly think that being honest rewards you. Whereas yeah. if you were being dishonest, having someone on in a, sm- a small thing like a fake call, it's still offering up a vibe. Well, I think that it also sets <clears throat> a tone. I had someone say to me, "I well, all the callers on." Uh, Radio are fake. And I'm like, excuse me? Like, oh, yeah, they're all just like, uh, they're all people that work at the radio mm. station. I'm like, do you really think they could fucking fill? Do you think they, there's enough people in sales mm. <laughs> to, to be able to do that? I mean, that's, so, and I guess that's where the dishonesty becomes a problem because you be dishonest once yeah. and then people apply it to your whole fucking show. Exactly. And it, there's, there's a flow on effect of that vibe that, being dishonest brings yeah and that's that's i guess that's a really good example yeah of um, well it's like okay you're being dishonest about this it's like yeah. the small on this small scale so i guess how can i trust you on a much bigger scale 
Because the radio thing, what's the what's the solution, right? You can work out how to share something with entertainment or be funny in a different way than just getting on a dude who makes up a fake story. Yeah. There is many options uh-huh. and it's just not explored. And so, and I'm guilty, dude, of bringing on people who aren't. Who would you get? We would get other people within the radio station, like okay. uh, within the radio industry. So like, say we're up at 6am or we're up at 5am. There's a bunch of other, 20 other radio shows mm-hmm. in regional markets around Australia would that you- are up the same time. They're our friends, right? And so we're just calling through, hey, can you quickly just do this? Can you quickly just be Bob? Say this. Interesting. Did you, how did you have like a network of those? Like how did you connect it's a with big all company. those? But, so you'd be emailing or Instagram. We're on messaging. email. It's the same, same ending of an email address. So you're kind of within the library. Yeah. I could look through a library. But then you become like... Um, become buddy-buddy with different yeah, people. Yeah, exactly. But how do you... Like I'm curious as to on a regional station, like are you connected with people? Are you having weekly conversations with people close by? Uh, we have like a content director... Yeah, that's a within our office that's mm-hmm. talking to us about the content. Yeah, but I I wonder like the the breakfast show in fucking four hours away. Mm. Are you speaking to them on uh, the reg? No, no, not on the reg. No, no. Okay. Sometimes they get together down in Melbourne or wherever a conference. Uh-huh. But I think you it's like anything you find mates. It's like you're talking because you're mates or you bring someone back onto the show. But then, you know, you do things like find locals that you can just call. So we had a list. I've still got them here on my hard drive. Like I've got a list of people and their numbers and what they do and where they're from. And they became friends of ours. So we'd call them and ask them to be on the show. Yeah. So and then it becomes common. like, do you actually have a story? Yeah. Because we want you to tell us a story. Friends and of so, the show. Friends I mean- of the show. So, there's, you know, like when I say there's fake calls and radio, you're right. There's only a small percentage of a whole entire show. That you're talking maybe, be. I think that in when I worked in radio, it would happen once every couple of months. Mm. It was like super rare for like a drive show to need that. Mm. Uh, but um, yeah, I mean, that Friends of the Show, it's like with Hamish and Andy, I'll have stories and I'll tell Hamish and then he'll say, hey, can you tell that? Can we get you on air to mm. tell that story? And so, I think that uh, most stories people hear are legitimate. Yeah. It's normally if they're just trying to maybe... F- I think where it comes around is when there's client obligations too, where a client's yeah. saying, oh, uh, McDonald's mad moment or whatever, Monday where people call in about their mad moment yeah. and they're like, fuck, we need to make sure that we have mad moments every Monday for McDonald's. I mean, you could have thought ahead though. So, this is uh, on the defense of a radio host from a regional market yeah yeah but you don't realize you know we're having to put together this show with no help and they expect from us to do a phoner you know putting out a question for people to answer every twice an hour so would it be more regular like once a show do you think you'd have a fake caller definitely really wow and it's it makes sense in a market like shepherd and it's hard but you do man we got some fucking awesome calls we got a call from a woman real calls real calls like when did you get kicked? When did you um, get hit in the nuts? <laughs> that was the phone, and we did. It was awesome. We had all these people call. A woman called who was like, uh, um, "Did you? Were you pregnant and didn't know?" And there was someone who called through that was like twenty six or thirty weeks pregnant. Yeah, fucking crazy. And she didn't know. And there was multiple calls. I got a guy call through that said he ended up marrying 
his brother's wife and his brother's wife married his wife. Yep. Wow. Oh, sorry, his, his brother yeah, married yeah, his wife. Yeah. It was a switcheroo. The, the old switcheroo. Crazy. Like that came through. And so like we got so much gold by putting it out there, but just super relatable stuff um, around that. Like when did you get kicked in the, when did you get hit in the nuts? That, that went off. Classic FM phoner. Did you, um, <laughs> there's the dump button. I'm guessing you would have that in regional. No, because we didn't, we didn't go live for ages, right? What do you mean? The content director of our station said that it didn't really work, so he wanted us to pre-record everything. And what then, the fuck are you talking about? So what they actually said. So you weren't actually doing a live show. Well, we didn't know. Well, no, they were we worried were doing about, live, maybe they knew but, what sorry, you were okay. like. They weren't worried about us talking and what we were going to say, but they were worried about other people who call in or interview. Okay. So we went. Well, interviews are common, as especially we went pre-recorded with all of that. Especially with interviews. Uh, if you're interviewing someone, they're going to be doing the effort, like the big metro stations during those times. So you need to pre-record them. Oh, I've but, got the I've got the pregnant and didn't know it called. Should we listen to it? Yeah, great. Let's play that. All right, hang on. So I'm going to. Pre- you can. can so you- this is what year? What year is this? This is this is the twenty second of the tenth, two thousand and fourteen. Okay, great. So and should, is there a setup here? Hang on. So the setup, uh, I'm, ch- ch- uh, I'm I'm not cheating on my gym anymore. That's one of the other ones. Classic. Right, so this is just phone calls for pregnant and didn't know it. Yep. Yeah. Here we go. Milky Chance, Stolen Dance on Star FM. Tommy and Stacey, it's a quarter past eight. <laughs> We're heading for a beautiful top of 30 Ooh, degrees the around the valleys. And an amazing story of a Melbourne woman, 22 years of age, was travelling overseas, backpacking, drinking, jumping off you know, cliffs, doing all the things you do. Only to realise that when she went to the doctor, she's 32 weeks pregnant. Yes. It's bananas. And like you said, over the past few months, there's actually been more and yes. more times of this happening, which kind of worries me. But at the same time, I get a bit sceptical, which I know I can't mm. be because I've never had been pregnant. But I know my own body and I just don't know how I could possibly not know something this big. Yeah, that's what I think. And we've got Amber on the line. 13, 12, 16. Amber, do you believe these stories? No, I, as a mum, I don't know how personally you could get to 32 weeks. I didn't know I was pregnant until about the first 11 weeks mm-hmm. um, and being told by different friends, you know, it's normal to miss your period when you're stressed and yeah. a lot of things going on at that time. But at the same time, I went to the doctor because, like you say, I know you know your body and I knew yeah. it wasn't quite right. Mm. Um, and saying that, I have had friends say they've gone to the hospital with tummy cramps and it's been labour and things, but... I just, yeah. You're I not sure yeah. if you believe it personally. It's very interesting. I mean, it's a good point. You know your body, and that's what we're thinking, Stace. And on 13, 12, 16, we've also got Lindy joining us from Shep. Lindy, do you believe these stories? Yes, I do. Lindy, what has it happened to you, someone you know? No, a friend, she went to the doctor. She was sick, thought it was menopause, biggest girl. And she's 32 weeks. Wow. Menopause. So how old was she? Um, oh, about 40. So she wow. thought it was menopause. Turned out to be a bloody fun in the oven. she had the children that were like nine oh. and 11. <laughs> wow, That's a bit of a Lindy. surprise. And oh, I'd say it was a big surprise. <laughs> Can you imagine, Lindy? I mean, Lindy, you've got kids? 
Oh, I have one daughter. Can yeah. you imagine going to the hospital and not having that preparation? Like it already is such a life-changing event when you are prepared, let alone when you know that now it's no good goodbye to periods and no menopause. It's actually, we're starting all over again, team. <laughs> That's it. Well, my daughter was three pound ten and when I went to the hospital, they told me all I needed was a good part. <laughs> oh, my God. We've also got Marie on the line. Marie, good morning. Do you believe these stories? I, I do, yes. I had a girlfriend actually years ago that um, she was on their current affair and everything. Oh, hello. And, Must um, be credible then. And she actually <laughs> just got really bad pains one day and said to the hubby, oh, I've got to go to the hospital. You know, I'm really crook. I'm really crook. And they turned up at the hospital and she had a baby. <gasps> Wow, and so when she said, she, well, she must have thought she had like she appendicitis was, or something. She, like she, she did, yeah. She was just in agony, and she didn't know what was going on, and um, yeah, went off, and uh, virtually the doctor said. You're having a baby now, Marie. You know this woman, right? I do, yeah. And you know yeah. yourself, and you, you've got kids. Yes, I've got two children. Okay. Yeah. okay, so from the outside, though, and as somebody that's been through pregnancy, do you find do you still find it hard to believe? I think I think probably underneath, maybe they're a little bit in denial. I don't know. Yeah, mm-hmm. like she was like she was, you know, happily married, all that sort of thing. Yeah, so it wasn't as though it was like a scary thing out of wedlock or right. Anything yep. like that, but I think that she was a bigger girl, so of course she didn't have those other signs. Okay, of, yep. Of you know what visits the family. <laughs> so, yeah, wow, so, it's so fascinating. That wasn't there, so you know, so because she was a fairly big girl, so she never got regular mm-hmm. um, things, and um, yeah, and I think that. Um, yeah, I suppose it was just hidden in there. <laughs> it was hidden in there, <laughs> Marie. <laughs> <laughs> Marie. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the call, Marie. Come in, Stace. <laughs> you have such a different voice as well. <laughs> Listening back to that, I was like, "Can you do it? How, how do you do nah, that nah, voice?" Nah, nah, nah. Do you know what makes you know what makes me like that was the pressure. So I'm li- I was lying down on the carpet right then, just thinking, "Fuck, I've got to get back up to talk." I'll just slowly get up. Yeah. Whereas, like, you're going from one caller to the next and you have no idea what you're doing. Yeah. yeah. I was young, thinking that I needed to be that way. And maybe it was just, like, bringing a level of energy to it. But now I'm... It sounds like you're real smiley. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, oh, yeah. Oh, I'm everything that I criticise Radio Presenters about now. Yeah. That was me. Yeah. And and I know, the f- I know what they're going through. Yeah. These... The squeegee story would have never made it to air, would it? <laughs> would it? No. No, Josh. Okay. Well, like we said, we're going to do a shorter sh- show. It's uh, 35 minutes, so we should wrap it up. But uh, what's on for your weekend? What are you up to? Moving house. Yeah, that'll be fun. And spending my cash that I made from my old bottle of a car. You already spent 50 on lunch. Yeah, I got 100 left. Um, yeah, good one. I'm anyway, going to hunt. Um, I'll let you just spend the weekend regretting that you told that story. Do you reckon I will? Do you think that... like is I that... think you'll go through. I've already spent... So we've done 14 episodes. I've already had a lot of reflection on all the stuff I've been saying. But I feel good about talking. Yeah. It is nice. And I hope that's what you're doing. You said yesterday we want this show to be like mateship. Yeah. So like you can feel like you're just actually chatting a Well, you're listening with friends. And especially yeah. I know when i uh when i started freelancing and things like that you can be pretty lonely and you and i hanging out is a great way of uh countering that and we're sort of sharing it with other people too so maybe you've got a bunch of fuckwits at your work that you don't like and you're just putting your headphones on and you can just chill out and enjoy a bit of bit of squeegee chat i'm not letting it go now it's fucked isn't it 
<laughs> all right. Anyway, uh, all right. Make sure um, if you're using the podcast app uh, on uh, the iPhone, just give us a rating if you like. Just give us five stars. Um, and uh, yeah, we're uh, spread the word because we're not. Yeah, we're not spreading well, it. Well, don't spread the word. Just listen for yourselves. Yeah, and if you do have any feedback, send us an email to it's hi at the daily talk show.com. We've really had no fucking interaction with listeners yet. No. So well, we don't um, know who they are. Yeah. So mm. we want to know who you are. Yeah, but thank anyway, you. Have, have a good, good one, guys. Bye.